0: This is the Elijah Har show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back to KWTO, 1 hour down, 1 hour to go. Joining us now, in the studio, local member of the school board and occasional guest host steve mccoskey steve welcome back
1: hey welcome to have me man i'm i'm glad on this this side this it's <laughs> fun i get to
0: ask the questions uh and so we, before we jump into school board last night uh and for our listeners he brought it to the school board last night he brought his wooden paddle today reminds me of the, have you ever seen the old movie lean on me yeah where morgan freeman brings the baseball bat to school that's what this <laughs> reminds me of but before we get into that How about
1: coach carter remember yeah, that movie yeah with Ooh. samuel L. oh um,
0: that's a good one Anyway, let's, do, I'm sorry. let's, look let's do question of the day. Yeah. Question of the day. What's a celebrity you just can't, you just can't get into? Who, who is it? Like, I just don't know how they ended up commanding the zeitgeist of the American psyche. Oh. I picked Taylor Swift because like, I, I actually don't mind her and Taylor or her and Travis, but I can't figure out why she's so popular. I don't think her music's that revolution. Like she's fine, but she's just that there's, in my mind, there's a dozen just like her. And so who's the celebrity that just sort of leaves you cold? whoopie goldberg whoa i love yeah. it now yeah. i will say i liked her in sister act I I did. the I rest of her career i've not understood i agree whoa whoa don't say ghost no ghost she- i love ghost that was a good one <laughs> she made an appearance at the end of little rascals and i thought that was phenomenal <laughs> i've never found an episode of the view that particularly interesting but you're right she is she's sort of a cultural thing even yeah. though she's a maybe a b-level actress and that's it i'm yeah. not sure how she'd be that's a good one i like that i like it okay let's talk about why'd you bring a paddle to the school board last night
1: well it was just a prop uh and the reason for that is i had some suggestions with regards to discipline within our school system keep in mind there's a lot of people that are out there talking about the school system and they talk to the board members and they're talking to the board members saying look the board needs to do something about discipline let's understand something here we have a superintendent dr granita lathan which in my opinion is doing a fantastic job in trying to get discipline under control and that's what her job is for now our job as board of education members are to be able to provide some guidance and some instruction that may be able to help in the effort in order to control number one discipline right now so discipline's on the top of the chart for me and right now i decided that while these people are going to tell me as a board member you need to do something about it i decided to come up with four suggestions to the board and the superintendent
0: walk us through the four different suggestions you and also i do like because this is one thing there you and the board have said consistently for years is you all think Dr. Latham is doing a, is, is crushing it as as superintendent. Yes, yes. And it, it's unique because I've always said she's, she's got an ability to bring both sides together because school board, obviously, there's very disparate opinions on a lot of different topics. The one thing you all seem to agree on is you love kids and you love Dr. Latham.
1: That's right. And, and, and look at it this way. I said last night in the board of education, you can go online and you can watch the board meeting. And I indicated that discipline starts at home it doesn't start at the doorsteps of springfield public schools unfortunately we tend to sometimes be a babysitting service Uh, and what we need to be doing is focusing on education and discipline problems that we have within the school system gets in that way and so here's my suggestion i suggest that we have a zero tolerance policy on cell phones within the classroom period eliminate them you cannot have I
0: totally agree with
1: in, in my opinion it's fine
0: if they put them in their lockers because yeah. they get it at lunch they may want to check stuff but i totally agree on that.
1: it was a great discussion last night at least we're talking about it now now let's see how we can move on it you can't have one school zero tolerance and then another school that is well you can use them on a certain time frame or something like that bringing that technology into the classroom is a disruption what we need to do is focus on abc's and one two three so number two is I began a dialogue with regards to corporal punishment. We have a policy on corporal punishment within the school system. You can look that up on sps.org, and you can learn what that policy is. Uh, And so the Board of Education has a policy. There is no corporal punishment. My contention is I bought a prop as a paddle just to symbolize that, look, maybe corporal punishment could be used in part of our discipline guidelines. Maybe it can be in, inserted in there at a time that it may be useful to us the The issue really is these uh, these the students that we have right now they are not understanding what the consequences are and I can tell you now that if you get in trouble, we have i think I counted thirty five pages in the student handbook that covers nothing but discipline that's one third of the handbook now that's that's quite incredible now. Let me jump over here from corporal punishment. Um, I would have a policy. I'd be an advocate for the policy that a student that disrupts the classroom, that uh, a teacher decides that they need to be removed from the classroom so they can get back to what they're they're paid to do, and that's teach ABCs and one two threes. That student should be removed from the classroom, and the parent should get a, an immediate phone call. And the parent should come and pick the student up and remove him from the school at just, that point. Now play, that's just for that day. I was going to
0: ask Devil's Advocate: What about when when parents are like, "Sorry, we work. We can't. We can't leave work." Well, do they just stay at the principal's office? Is that here's the, here's the point?
1: Here's the point. The point is the parents need to get involved. The parents need to in, control their children when it comes to discipline. And so, I think the point of contention is: Is well, what do we do with this this student that's causing problems in the school system? Well, we might take the whole class and put earphones on them so the rest of the class doesn't hear the student as they're disrupting the classroom. Or why don't we just go to the library while this student here is disrupting the classroom? Why should I move a whole classroom to the library? Why should I put earphones on students' ears just because a student's disrupting the classroom? That, that is counter to what the Board of Education is supposed to be. Producing here, and that is ABCs and 123s and education for our kids. These are just suggestions that we need to begin dialogue, begin the discussion, and see if there's something there that can help. I do not want somebody coming to me and saying, You're on the board of education, you do something about it. Here's my offer. These are the four things. The last of the four is that I think we should have a district wide Safety discipline stand down where everybody, every student, every educator, even the officers with the, the uh, principal in an assembly. And we need to set the record straight. Beginning today, there will be zero tolerance, if you will, that we are not going to put up with discipline issues. We're not going to put up with the violence. We're not going to put up with the, the disruptions. And here's what we're going to do if we encounter a student being uh violent in the classroom or causing a disruption. We have these students that if you got one student in the classroom, picture it this way. They're in the classroom, you got 25 students, and all 25 students, now some of them are at grade level, maybe they're advanced, there are some that are behind. And it is a problem for our educators to be able to try to tackle not physically tackle, but to address these, this one student that's causing a disruption in the classroom. Our teachers are getting, <laughs> and, and I don't know all of the cases, and this is what I hear, a chair getting thrown at them, or maybe they're being physically abused by a student in that. So what are we going to do about it? We have 35 pages to just determine how we're going to handle these situations. What I'm saying at this point is, that may well be good that we have 35 pages of how to handle discipline, but maybe there's some other alternatives that we're not considering. And I think we should discuss it. Let's open up the dialogue. Let's find out before we have a mass conflagration, if you will, or somebody like a active shooter within the school system. Let's see if we can't get ahead of that. And I'm bringing up some suggestions and ideas on how we might take an approach to start the dialogue and prevent these kind of things from happening.
0: All right, cell phones is one big thing.
1: Yes. What else you got? I I mentioned it. The corporal punishment. Right. I talked.
0: Walk ahead. us through who does corporal punishment. Like what school districts around the state do that?
1: I I have contacted because uh, Arch- there are Arch- some Archwell that school do District it. Right. In Cassville, okay, they implemented. Uh, April 2023, I believe, uh, a corporal punishment, uh, uh, policy. And they, in my communication with the individual that was there, I won't mention the individual's name. However, uh, I have nothing but positive feedback from that school on how effective that works. Now, keep in mind, Cassville doesn't have 24,500 kids. It may not work for
0: Springfield public schools. Do they need to do like a blue ribbon commission or like what's the how do they how do they analyze the integration of that into Springfield Public Schools? That
1: that is one of the things that we need to address. That's why I'm, I'm bringing that up. You don't how know How would we implement? Well, that? I'm curious, do oh, we I'd come up with my own ideas, right. but
0: do we know what the largest district in the country that has it would be? Cuz it'd be one thing in a small rural district where every teacher knows the parents and then it kind of like, oh, I trust the parents. But in a, a district of Springfield, where you may know your parent, but you don't generally know the whole administration, right. I'm curious if there are large cities that have corporal punishment.
1: And, and that's what we need to look
0: into. I was homeschooled growing up. We had corporal punishment at my school. Yeah, But I don't know the bigger the school. <laughs> <You>
1: know, <laughs> well, I have corporal punishment while I was in school, too. I never was, it was never used on me. However, I knew there was a deterrent there. I knew that there may be a consequence that i might suffer and that was enough for many of our uh, students not for me at least when i was
0: there you know um, is there a, is there a chance because students i feel like nowadays are are a little bit more violent just because the culture is a little bit more violent and it's glorified in the media and different things like that is there a fear that the students Older students might turn violent against someone who's trying to give them corporal punishment.
1: That's very true. There is. But look at it this way. What's happening out here in many of the cities throughout the United States? I mean, you can go to California. If you don't steal anything over a $1,000, well, you get a misdemeanor slap on the hand and they release you. Well, we had one person that I recall in the news that went and did it 10 times in one day. 10 times in one day. So if if we don't know what the consequences are when we are when we're young, in the classrooms and trying to learn, how is that going to translate into our future? You know what I mean. And so, what are we what are we producing here? You know, um, one thing to keep in mind. I noticed on the uh, MSBA, which is the School Board Association for the State of Missouri, they have a corporal punishment policy, and that is no corporal punishment. Well, if you have schools in the state of Missouri. Should not the MSBA actually have a policy for some guidance and understanding on how and maybe to implement corporal punishment if it should be or should come to that? So I am personally going to write on my behalf to the MSBA that they should consider creating a policy of corporal punishment to include actually engaging in corporal punishment rather than saying we disavow Corporal Punishment.
0: I got to ask, Corporal Punishment, the the paddle, it's kind of a spicy topic. It is. Did anybody s- last night, like, Steve, back off? Like, this is crazy.
1: Yeah, well, there are people that are like that. I, but I, did any board member have, like, a it. reaction
0: like, whoa, whoa, whoa? Well,
1: I i'll tell you to go back and watch the
0: meeting okay (laughs) that's
1: what i'll do i mean my i i respect each and every one of their positions on the board okay now they may not agree with me and and at times they may not agree with them however they have a choice they have a decision they are one of i'm one of seven and we have to come together collectively to try to help provide some guidance and instruction to our employee dr granita lathan in order to help in the discipline area and i have brought up four different areas that we should be discussing and maybe implementing it sounds like some
0: pearl clutching occurred at the school board meeting that's that that would be but really it's funny also, to see. i don't want to get into that we'll i also like are. and not know, to play devil's advocate here but i listen i i grew up corporal punishment was a thing but it's the idea that somebody you don't know possibly disciplining your child physically is going to pre- create a lot of apprehension among people. So I get why this would be a spicy subject. Now, if everybody I, I, was homeschooled, I think we'd all be fine with corporal punishment. Totally, <laughs> yeah. I will
1: say, I, I, with uh, uh, Judy Bruner, one of the board members, and I'm, I'm like-minded like she was, I would actually provide corporal punishment to my kids yeah okay but my parents I
0: would, liberally that. I, I
1: really would not want to use the paddle on another kid in the school system if i was an educator a principal my, I administrator
0: like, my parents disciplined me a lot when i was a kid but the, i don't know that they would be comfortable doing it to somebody else's child that uh-huh. is a big difference yes
1: there. absolutely and, and so i agree with that but still we have to have the discussion we can't just push it aside and say there are no other alternatives here, I'm providing some alternatives some for discussion, and then maybe we ought to take into consideration after we have a collective on the Board of Education, let's take this path. It may not be any one of these four, but it could very well turn into something that can help benefit our children and help benefit our, our teachers in the classroom. Keep our children safe, keep our educators safe, and we'll get back to ABCs 1, 2, threes, and remove the distractions from the classroom. I always said, and you know it, I have these four walls, and inside these four walls is ABCs and one, two, threes. And if there's any distractions, then I'm going after it. I want it removed from them four walls so we can get back to the purpose in which we have a District Four, and that's to educate our future and our children.
0: I want to go back to, you know, we talked about Grenita Latham. There was a discussion about the extension of her contract. Um, Everybody, all seven of the, the board members said nice things, but three of you voted not to do the extension. And so I had some people reach out and be like, well, it's there, do they not like her? What's going on? Walk us through the, the reasoning on that.
1: Well, I don't know that any board member do, does not like her.
0: And that's what I you said. Is, I was like, no, everybody seems to like her. Yeah, But I think there's, so I, I wanted you to have a chance to talk about on the air, like what, what was the reasoning on not, not, or voting against the extension?
1: Well, there's a couple of reasons. One from me, I'll speak for myself, and that is, It's kind of nonsensical sometimes just to add another year. I mean, what I'd like to see is if we have some suggestions or ideas like coming from me, and one is getting a handle on the discipline. Two is about the cell phones. And this is part of my four ideas that I come up with last night is that if we can get those things tackled, why wouldn't I come and approve her uh, an extension of her contract come next year? But right now, it's like saying – I I don't necessarily approve of everything that you do, but I'm going to go ahead and extend your contract. Why would I do that? Where's the motivation in that? What I want to see is a correction made. In other words, some direction redirection in that in order to focus on some of the areas that I believe is a concern. I need to communicate that to Dr. Lathan, which is what we're supposed to do as a board of education because she's our employee. And then maybe come next year, it comes time for me to be part of that review process that I can see having an ex- extension. But right now, I just don't see it.
0: The other conversation I wanted to have is um, y'all had some dis- – there was a couple other things in there that, that provided some discussion. Walk the listeners through what that discussion was like.
1: Well, I think the the just where I'm going to come from on this topic specifically is our lobbyist, okay? Um, I want to make sure that we're communicating with our lobbyist that – our lobbyist is acting in our best interest. Now, that may be seven different opinions that you have because we have seven different board members. The question is, is what is really happening with our lobbyists? Are, is the lobbyist actually impacting uh, our position enough to be able to help drive some of the legislation that would benefit Springfield Public Schools and that? And so my contention is with regards to some of the bills and the legislation up in in, uh, Jefferson City, leave that to those uh, lawmakers, but let's ensure that we are clearly communicating the board's direction for our lobbyists to best represent us in Jefferson City.
0: Very good. Uh, Steve McCoskey is a member of the Springfield School Board. Steve, if people want to know more about the school board, Ron, reach out to you, talk to you about corporal punishment or or things that are going on school board. How do they do that?
1: Yes, just get on to SPS.org, and you'll see the Board of Education list, and you can send me an email and communicate with me that way. Um, I would be open to uh, McCoskey4SPS at uh, gmail.com. It's been my my signature email for the campaign that I have when I joined the uh, Board of Education. So send me... uh, Makoski for SPS at gmail.com. Send me some emails. I'll be talking to you. Very good. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us today. we got more to come. Stick around. I
1: saw the sun begin to dim And felt that winter wind blow cold
0: The man learns who's there for him When the glitter fades and the walls won't hold from then rubble what remains can only be what's true